Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What is up, After Buzzers? Welcome back to our season finale of Sweet Bitter. Today we're talking about we're going to be talking about two episodes, um, season two, episodes seven and eight, Peach Treats and Bodega Cats. We have more than one uh, rat in the restaurant tonight. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz. What's up, guys? Welcome back to our last sweet bitter I oh, know. of the season. Which is so bittersweet. Yes. Oh, hey. 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 Yes. This season has just flown by. It, it really has. has. Uh, it was so yeah. good, though. I'm so ready to talk about these two episodes. Yeah, yeah. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Gates. I'm joined by a full panel tonight. To my left, we got Louisa. So happy to be back. We got Mia right next to her wearing that wine color yes. shirt. Yes, I am. Team Will, baby. I love her. Oh, <laughs> and then we got our lovely Chelsea on the end. Hello. Happy to be here. Woo. Guys, I'm so ready um, to dive right in. Not only are we going to be breaking down these two episodes, but we got a lot of special segments for you guys tonight. We're going to be tasting some wine live on the air because, mm-hmm. you know, it's season finale. we got to exactly. keep it classy. And then we'll be having a top three of our favorite New York shows, which is going to be so Yay. exciting. Maybe some debate going on. Mm-hmm. And then, as always, we have some news and predictions for you guys. But before we start breaking this episode down, what were your guys' overall thoughts? Louisa, how'd you feel about the season finale? Oh my god. You know, I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I know you said earlier you probably were, you were expecting more, kind of, but me, uh, I liked it. It was nice and mellow. We are seeing so much of who Tess is. She doesn't seem that loyal, and I feel like this whole last situation with Howard, she just, she knows what she wants, and she wants to get rid of Simone, but just Overall, I love the ending. I'm so mm-hmm. excited for the third season already. Yeah. I thought it was really uncomfy. Yeah. Like, the best and worst of ways. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I was like, what's going on? It's so cringy, but I just wanted more of it. And I just love just the overall themes of tackling, like, friendships in the workplace, like, in the restaurant is, like, to some people's temporary, some people's long-term. Um, and just the metaphors for that within yeah. the episodes were amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Yep. Yeah, huge character growth with Tess comparing her from where she first started yeah. off to now. She's starting to become a little Simone, especially towards the yeah. end. Yeah. I'm seeing a doppelganger right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I liked the final moment was crazy. That was mm-hmm. made my jaw drop and I think I'm biased. Like I wanted more because I'm just such team Simone. Yeah. I just yeah. want her to be on yeah. good terms with everybody. But I mean that just wasn't meant to be. That's just never gonna happen with Simone. But <laughs> yeah. we will we will talk about that mm-hmm. whole situation, that big reveal. But let's start with episode seven. Let's start off with talking a little bit about Jake because we find out that he is potentially gonna open a restaurant with Scott. Mia, did that surprise you? Yeah, I thought it was really random. Well, we also had, like, never heard about it before. Yeah. But also, they don't seem like a likely pair. So, I mean, clearly we see what happens in the next episode. But it just seemed very, I don't know, the two of them together, I don't think that'd be a good business partnership. But they're both very explosive, I feel yeah, like. very much. Yeah, it'd be like Hell's Kitchen in there. So, <laughs> let's just say I'm happy you didn't go that route. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I, going off of that, especially when they got into that huge fight at the end, mm-hmm. it definitely would not be a professional setting. I think it would definitely close very soon if them two did partner up. So it's probably the best that they're going their separate ways. Did not see that two pairing, though. More than anything, I thought it might still be Jake and Simone open up a restaurant. Yeah. Not, not Scott and Scott and Jake. Yeah, and, I mean, Scott should be smarter enough to not mess with Jake. He, you know, he's always on drugs, back and forth, all these weird emotional situations. No way. Scott is smart. He looks a bit aggressive. I'm sure he has money saved up in the bank to, you know, open up his own place. Do not partner with Jake, so. Yeah, but we also get this revelation kind of going along with that. You know, Will goes to the concert that um, Tess is at in his own mysterious little kind of creepy way. He just, like, sneaks into the venue. And they go to this diner, which, I mean, I'm not Team Jake, but I did think that diner scene was really cute. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how he might want to actually sell the house that he and Simone kind of share on the Cape. Chelsea, what did you think about that? I thought that was pretty good. I Well, the cape, though, that really got me thinking, okay, what is that? Especially with the tattoo and the mermaid. And then I went back to Simone and her book. And then it just all got crazy from there. But, yeah, between with Jake and that, I just, I don't know. And then with the restaurant and everything, it's still, it's still up in the air, too. But... Yeah, but I'm still not over when I think of the cape. I still think of Simone, the mermaid, and that whole thing, which will be another huge topic. But that's kind of what gets me. Yeah, they, they, you know, put these little Easter eggs and these little hints that you know, these threads that kind of weave through it all. And I think it. What I will say about like the final episode is it kind of did bring all those things together, which I thought was really interesting. But Louisa, what did you think of their actual little date? Like it got pretty steamy in the back of that cab. Are you here for it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Oh my gosh, they're so sexy together. But that was a long time coming, literally. And I just feel like (laughs) she she wanted that for a while, and he he was ready. She was ready, and you could even see when they took it to to his house inside the bed on the bed. um, She was so in the moment. She didn't have to fake her sexual moments how she did before with the other men. Mm -hmm. She didn't know how to be, but she was so in the moment. She's like, touch me and all of that. I love it. I think they both want to explore each other. Their circumstances are a bit off right now with, with mm-hmm. Simone and that drama, but I'm so here for it. Yeah. Right. I yeah. really liked the so metaphor, here. too. I think there was a good metaphor with the steak, and it was just, it like, a precursor. Like, he oh. was going to eat her alive. You know oh, what I mean? Shit. Like, she's oh, wow. a piece of meat. I didn't get and that. And he really... And Simone warned them. Like, you know, if you have a sense, go. Like, he's fine. He like, was, you can have him, but, like, he's literally just... I don't know how she was looking at him while he was, like, biting it and swallowing uh-huh. it. But also, don't trust a guy who wears a chain. Sorry. Like, Jake's chain was, like, hanging, and I was just, like, Don't trust a guy who has a who chain. Who wears a chain? Why? Is that like, a the rule? Ki- the, no, the, no, I mean, like, the, guy, the kind of chain that he was wearing, I just feel like they're always... Like, bad it boys. Yeah, it was, oh. he's a bad boy. You can't it, trust him. I thought it was hot. I would pull that chain down. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, we're going to end up, like, test. we got to watch out. Oh, my goodness. She's like, right now, and he's like, I want to eat with you Hello. right now. Oh, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, yep, yep, <laughs> by, the, by the lake. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, go. No, I was going to say, though, I am kind of a Jake and Tess fan, though, a little bit. Kind of this episode. 
it because you know, they Team were, Will always. Does. I mean, they were cute though. They had that chemistry. Like I, I feel like they're always so moody, and it's like such always. a you know dramatic thing. But just in the diner, it was very much like okay, they were kind of cute. And then Tess really kind of stepped it up. Like I like your metaphor about him like eating her alive, but. She, I mean, I think we've seen her change so much this season. She was like, I'm sick of everyone telling me that these people are dangerous. Like, I can fend for myself. I don't need secrets like everyone else. And then at the end, she ends up ordering the steak and eggs, too. What? Why do you think she did that? Yo, I don't get it. It's crazy. Now I'm on a diet, but I still eat it. It was looking pretty tasty. They were having a good time in that diner. However, someone who was not having a good time in this episode was our girl Ari. Mm. Um, Poor girl. I felt so bad for her. Were you like? Did you also feel bad? Or you're like, okay, suck it up. No, I feel for her. She has abandonment issues. We found out that her parents are in London, and she lives in a house that her parents left for her and they still pay the nanny to live with her. She needs a family. She needs friends. Like, she has no foundation. The restaurant, like, these these people there, she counts them as family. Mm-hmm. So they're not taking her seriously at all. Of course she's going to be high and sell drugs all the time. She's, like, selling happiness to people, but she mm-hmm. wants that happiness for herself. Ooh, deep. That's man. Bad. Man. So, I feel for her. It's sad. It's sad. And mm-hmm. then the conversation that they had about her being, like, well, you all are going to leave me. Like, no one's going to stay at this restaurant forever. Mm. I thought that was a really sort of real topic. Mia, you were talking before the show about how you really liked that, too. Gosh, I loved... I feel like all the characters... And we've had, like, a little bit of Ari. She's been prominent. Um, But I really just loved the focus on her in the second-to-last episode Mm -hmm. and how we really got to see her background and that, like, her parents kind of give her money, but she's just here because she wants to be and she needs that family aspect in her life. I just... I love the seriousness around it. Her monologue, like you said, when she's in the locker room and they all were like, what's wrong with you? And I was just like, this is the best monologue. Eden's getting what she deserves. I Mm -hmm. loved it. It was so real. And yeah, that's just like the nature of restaurants. Like I said, like I worked in a restaurant and to some people's temporary and other people, they're there. They're like Simone's. They're like Howard's. And so you just, there's just this dynamic where you know you're close, but everyone's kind of wondering like, will we be close after this phase of our life? Because you are looking out for each other in a very special way. So I felt that. I felt that deeply. It was so good. Gosh, I love, yeah, I love everything they gave her. I feel so bad for her. And I was wondering, why does she always sell the drugs? Is she missing something in her life? And there now, you go. Mm. That's the reason why. Especially when Simone said, okay, why are you even here? It's been 14, 14 months. months since you're not cashing. Cash- I love that scene with that. Yeah. So crazy. Like, you don't need the money at all. You're not even cashing the checks. And she buys mm-hmm. the shots whenever they go out. She's like, oh, drinks are on me. Drinks are on me. And literally, she's the one that always gets drunk. And I think that there's an element of insecurity there, too, about, like, she has to, you know, give something to someone other than just, you know, being her, being her friendship, because I don't feel like she's, like, thinks that she's good enough to be their friend without her, like, offering them, you know, drugs or drinks or whatever, like, or or the jacket, even, like, to go, you know, in the beginning of the season, but I liked her kind of calling that out, too. She's like, oh, what do you need now from me? Like, I know that I'm not your real friend, and now I'm just, like, you're kind so of using me. true. Mm-hmm. Good point. And we also find out through her that, like, Heather and the line cook are heating up. Even though they're <laughs> yeah. just friends, apparently. We still don't know Whatever. what they like. I don't but we love that. it. We love that for you, Heather. 
That was, yeah, I thought that was cute. I loved that little advancement in their relationship, too. Speaking of, you know, Ari selling the drugs, we get to see a whole new side of Simone in this episode, which I thought, I I agreed, I loved that scene. She was like, we haven't spoken in literally five years. I'm, like, annoyed, but also kind of impressed that you're ballsy enough to ask me, you know, for for some drugs. Uh, Chelsea, were you surprised that she got high, and then what was your reaction to seeing that sort of side of her? This is Simone gone crazy, gone bad. Like, usually she's so poised and keeps it together. I'm always wondering... Does she ever get upset? Well, she gets upset, but does she, she has a face for it, you know? And whenever she's in the workplace, she's so professional. But just everything just went loose with her. She's like, I'm going to get high. I'm going to get drink, especially when she's talking to Will. Do you think it's coffee? Well, it's not. <laughs> Cut me, Will. Cut me. So yeah. <laughs> Telling him what to she's, do. Yeah. So that was a different side of Simone. And whenever Jake is involved, especially when she found out that Tess and Jake were together, she just lost it after that. Like, she was slowly kind of going down. And then after that, she's like, just forget it. I'm going to go all the way down. And the fact that she told the will during oh, it, I was like, yeah. oh, Simone, oh, I, know. Like, I know. I was really rooting for her at first. I was like, yes. I was like, I love this spicy stuff. And I was like, no, no, Simone, don't you've gone too it. far. You've gone too far. Yeah, and I don't think Tess should have told Simone that quickly. It's like, girl, keep some stuff to yourself. Yeah. Like, that's so she private. thinks Simone is her friend, no, this but is, she's not. This is someone you really like. No, but she was like that with Will, too. Whoever she's hooked up with, she tells the restaurant. Like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. She's, what, 21? Oh, my gosh. She's going to learn. You do not do that. Yeah, you're right, because even with Howard, too, as soon as of Howard course. was like, is Heather leaving? She's like, yeah. I'm like, you aren't supposed to do that. Yeah. As a matter of fact. You aren't supposed to do that. Yeah. But, mm. I, yeah, I just. I feel like Simone, it's so funny because the character arcs are, like, almost reversed. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Tess has grown and she's really, like, gained her ground. But then you see Simone and she's, like, Pulling slowly backwards. disintegrating. <laughs> yeah. Ever since when her, when her ex-husband came, or her, yeah, her ex-husband came to town, she's just slowly been unraveling. And she really just popped off on this episode. She sure did. I kind of, I mean, I kind of liked it, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell that this was such, like, a different side that Caitlin Fitzgerald was playing. And I was like, good for you. Like, yeah. you're obviously having some fun mm-hmm. with this. Like, especially in the scene where the wine and the coffee cup which is just so iconic in every yeah. way we find out the next day though that she kind of she gets her life together a little bit and they do have that diner scene and she's like I'm sorry for being unsupportive at the beginning I just really care about you both mm-hmm. um did you find that sincere or did you think that that was a little sketch no no go ahead no go ahead I was gonna say I actually wrote down that I was like she apologizes like an adult. I kind of believe her. Because <laughs> I kind of believed her in that moment. And I think that when she originally got upset about it, I was questioning whether she was upset that Jake actually did it with Tess or if she was upset that he didn't tell her first mm-hmm. and that she found out from Tess. I don't know. But I, I felt like it was a genuine apology. But I feel like she doesn't even know what she wants. Like when Tess was asking, like, what do you want from Jake now? I don't even think she knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. Good point. She didn't but, and that's when she realized, okay, I have to let Jake go. And that's when she confronted him saying, I'm going to let the house go. You do whatever you do and I'll support you and I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy she's backing off. Like, back off. Let him, you know, be with Tess. Figure his stuff out. Like, you do you. Um, but, I mean, to agree with her being tipsy on... Yeah, during work hours and stuff, I think she's losing herself, like, losing her brain as far as, like, how to be a composed manager or whatever that she is. But, um, I don't think Tess liked the idea that she walked, she was there at the diner. Like, when she walked in, she was like, yeah. why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, nuh-uh. 
So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think she liked that. Yeah. Um, however, what we do like is when you guys join us, not at the diner, but here at Afterbus TV. Ooh. Yes. yes. Yeah. Tell us awesome. a little bit about what's happening here. Yeah, so we have a message just for you guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Afterbuzz. We love it when you guys tune in. So whether you're listening, whether you're watching right now, if you're on iTunes, give us five star, leave a rating. We love reading that. If you're on YouTube watching right now, subscribe, hit that bell notification so you know every time a new episode comes out, comment below. We love getting to do this every week, but we don't really ask for money, so all we ask is that you like us so that we know you guys want us to come back. <laughs> That's it. all we want from you. We just want your heart. We want your love. That's all we ask for, and we appreciate it so much. And Kevin and Maria and everybody after Buzz have given us such a platform to bring this to you we're guys. We're so, so thankful. We're yeah. super grateful on Basically, by you guys doing that, rating, subscribing, all that good stuff, that's how we get to keep doing this. So, yes, thanks for watching. Yes, thank you so much. Just like Tinkerbell, it's all about the applause for us. Wow, iconic. <laughs> Let's move into this finale episode because that was Ooh. this was a ride. Like this was a journey that we went on. Yes, it was. Yeah. Let's yeah. start out talking about Will because his yeah. conversation with Howard was honestly one of my favorite moments just because Howard was mm-hmm. a straight up savage to him, I think. Yeah. He was Ooh. like Will just comes and he's doing some sketchy stuff at home bar, I think, like with the you know, the new girl. Yeah, yeah the that, people from yeah. the other mm-hmm. restaurant. He's like, oh well, you know, I might be able to help. Like trying to use his power. Did, were you, did you find that suspect a little weird? Or were you like, oh, he's genuine? <sighs> you know, uh, I found it genuine, even because he is a manager. I didn't want to believe that sh- he just used that to hook up with her, and he only hooked up with her because he's so heartbroken over Tess. He needed to get it out, you know. So. Towards the end, when she came over to the restaurant, of course he was kind of caught off guard. She thought that he was like the big man, so I think he was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Also, why did she show up? Like that That's was like stalker situation. She's up. putting her resume in in person. I respect that. I don't know. I thought it was sketchy. I, I thought it was the seal. The deal was sealed when they hooked up, and that's about it. You know what I mean? I think he's going through so much to be respected as a manager, and he's not getting it. Mm-hmm. And he goes to say, you know what? I don't want this job anymore. And Howard's onto him and knows exactly what he's doing because he mm-hmm. does it too. It's like it's like you know what? Gather yourself together. You know you want this, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I always say, always, always say leadership trickles from the top down. Like, you can tell by the people anywhere. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. However that culture is, it's because of leadership. And I feel like Will is like a mini Howard. Yeah. And he even said he he was like, when he first um, addressed him and approached him about manager, he was like, you know, I see a lot of myself in you, remember? Yeah. And it's like, now he's out here like, hooking up with girls and then being like, oh, work for you. Like, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, let's stay together. Like, I don't know. On to the next girl. It's just like yep. so much of the same behavior Absolutely. that I'm seeing in him. But And then yeah. it was so condescending too when he like dusted his shoulders off after he like hit on, like low-key hit on Tess. What Howard dusted his shoulders. Like, I was like, ew. Like, I don't know. I just felt like it was disrespectful. That meant something. Well, see, that's I why. Know, what do you mean? I'm wondering why Will isn't wanting to turn into Howard because he's catching how Howard acts and he always has a soft, a soft spot for Tess. So that's another reason why he jumped in there. But he's catching himself because he's yeah. like, look what I did with that girl at the bar. I told her I was a manager. I was like this hot shot. And then I let her down, kind of. And this is just not who I want to be. That's why it's coming from a good place where he's like, "This I need to, I need to let go of this because I'm turning to a person I don't want to turn into. Mm-hmm. So Will's still fighting to be that good mm-hmm. guy. I agree. 
He's at a crossroads almost, yep. I think. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting, though, how he was like, I just, I'm not comfortable with this power like you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that we give Will a lot of credit, as we should. I mean, he's a good guy for the most part. But Howard's like, that's interesting because you literally banged Taz and then came in here begging me to let her still work here. And I was like, he's right, though. Like, he's right. Wait, so to my, I was right. He was talking about Tess, right? He wasn't talking about the new girl. Oh, I thought he was talking about the new girl. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was talking about the new girl. But they thought he was talking about Tess. Oh, I thought he was talking about Tess. There's no did, way he would even know he banged have, the new girl. Yeah, Tess and Will hook up. I can't remember. Yeah. Of course. Season one, right? Yeah. yeah the they, they oh, did. yeah. That was the first one. He went down on her. He went down on her like that. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, the remember. spoons. The spoons. Yes. It's coming back to me. The season one finale is when... He, they were like, okay, did she pass her trails? He's like, no, but I think she has a lot of potential. Like, I'm, you're so right. That's you're what right. I know. So right. okay, he okay. keeps doing okay. it with okay. other people. So I know. Good thing we do this show yeah. for some clarification. Yeah, <laughs> we were thinking it was the new girl. I was like the new girl. No, it's probably, guys, it's probably both, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Was like, does Howard know already that, that he banged the new oh, girl? I'm sure Everybody's so intuitive. Uh, Everybody's so intuitive. Howard knows everything that she shows up and he's like, I'm gonna give my resume to Will. Oh, and Will, only. that's why it was so sketchy. Like, he knew it. that she didn't get banged during that. She's, oh, wow. I don't know. But. And the bartender, too, was like, Oh, she's waiting for Will. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got it. Buddy. I got it. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> let's, let's talk a little bit more about Howard, though, because he was acting. He has a usual kind of shady way in this mm-hmm. episode. Like, they're at that microbrewery at the beginning, and he's like, putting his hand on Tess's back, which oh, I personally yeah. hated. I don't know about you guys. I wrote yeah. uncomfy. uncomfy. No, no, uncomfy. it was, she wanted to, please. She wouldn't be there if she didn't. She knows what she's doing. She's also a meanie Simone. Yeah. But I didn't find it uncomfortable. I kind of liked it. What? Yeah, I'm just I love this. <laughs> I love that we have differing opinions. Honestly, like it makes it interesting. Sexy. I don't know. Let, <laughs> let her experience the older man and see how it is. I don't know. She's turning she to Omar. Oh, she no, about- Omar was like odd. Okay, Howard's yeah. odd. Let's be honest. But I love how she was like, she asked about Becky. Like, she knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. knows what she's doing. Like, they are playing games with each other. Like, everyone in the show just plays games with each other 24 7. Becky with the good hair. Imagine how. Becky with the good hair. This is how I imagine Simone and Howard started out, too. I'm not, still not sure if they had um, a physical relationship. Oh, I'm sure they did. They probably did. They probably did. But. It's it's interesting. I imagine like yeah. this is the how it first started out with like Simone. How it was probably just like touch her back with oh, Simone, yeah. and she was like, "Ooh, I got you now." Wrapped around my finger. Yeah. And what I love, and so I don't know if you guys caught this, but Howard was like, "I listened to you, Tess." But it's so funny because I think Tess really is like transforming into the Simone mm-hmm. because everyone listens to her. I think someone else in the episode was like, "I listened to you too." Mm-hmm. I don't remember who it was, but everyone was kind of like, "I'm hanging on Tess's every word, and I believe what she says." And I think it relates back to her saying that. She has nothing to hide. She said to, to Jake, everybody has something to hide here, and I don't. Mm-hmm. So everyone's kind of like, wow, you probably see the most clear out of all of us. So Yeah, I mean, there are still these glimpses of, like, not even the old test, but just, like, you know, moments of, like, good yeah. goodness yeah. in her. Because not only, you know, do we have, like, like, I think the moment in this episode, like, with him being like, oh, you'd be a great server. And she's like, no, that should be Sasha's position. Yep. Which I really loved, how she still is, like, not just looking out for herself, which mm-hmm. I feel like Simone has kind of 
warped into a way that Simone's very much about Simone now. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think that Tess still has that, you know, not even I don't even know what to call it, just the innocence and the goodness in her where she still cares about other people that are mm-hmm. in her friend circle rather than just like her Jake, you know? I mean, yeah. yeah, and, and so, you know, Tess knows that Shasha needs the visa and needs the job mm-hmm. more than her and needs the promotion more. So that's awesome. I'm I'm really rooting for that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I think Tess wants to be on top. That whole Howard situation, she knows how to play her cards right. Oh, yeah. Which is why she's kind of turned into that mini Simone. I would be shocked. I mean, never say never. But if they did hooked up, I think it would kind of... Def- it wouldn't be Tess's character. I think Tess knows how to play it smart, How knows how to get herself in there, but remove herself from the situation before it escalates because everyone's problem in this show is they get too involved with each other, end up sleeping mm. with each other, and it just messes everything up. It's speaking yeah. of Tess and Jake, but... Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> but with Howard and Tess, she's playing it smart because she asked about Becky. She's like, okay, I have that in with him. I'm going to go over to his apartment. This is what I really want. But for me to get in there, I'm going to give him a little nibble of what he wants, but I'm going to pull back. That's mm. true. That's super true. Speaking of nibble, this is this is just too good of a segue. They, we had a little um, subplot with the mouse in this <laughs> oh restaurant. Oh my gosh, so yes. funny. We I don't even quite like know the point, but I loved it anyway. And the, the thing that I love the most is they called that a code Stuart Little. <laughs> that was so That was so funny. cute. That was so really cute. cute. But I just, I love that. What, what did you guys think the point of that was? I figured it was like a sort of a metaphor, like the cat and mouse game. Um. It's funny you say that. I thought it was a metaphor that there's a rat in there. There's something, Mm -hmm. a dangerous person in there. True. (laughs) Whether it's Simone, whether it's Scott, whether it's Jake, someone there is just not a good person. Interesting. Yeah. I can see it meaning all of those things, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And how ironic that the cat got the mouse while Howard yeah. and Tess were in the office. Uh-huh. So that could probably mean something. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh. Well, does not mean any of this, and us just like read into it, but I was just like, well, there's got to be a point to it, you know? <laughs> the writer should DM us and tell us. Yeah, yes, tell us up, guys. Please do. Guys, let's get into like the meat of this whole season almost. This Jake and Simone and Tess revelation <sighs> showdown, whatever you want to call it. But we still have Jake and Tess in this like honeymoon yep. phase. They're cuddling in bed. But Tess is like still seeking out information. She was like, So what was your mom like? Like, did you ever read Simone's stories? Uh. Um which was like, okay, like she's really digging deep. Yeah. Here. And she digs really deep because she goes to the library. Takes out that she's, library card. Did anyone else think for a second, like, does she she has nothing but time, does she? She got nothing but time. I was glad she, she did. Waiter, but I was like, that's it. She's just the waiter throughout the day. True. She's not going to school at night yeah. or you know. I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. No offense, I, mean, I mean, they didn't waiters, have the internet. This was 2006. Or they had, I guess they uh, had the internet. She Sorry. had Google? She didn't, have Google. she didn't have an iPhone. Well, she had to go to the internet cafe last season. So maybe. Yeah. Check out the book. Sit down and read. And she had to borrow um, Howard's computer earlier this season. Oh, yeah. With the chair and the height, which was so funny. So, okay. Yeah. It makes sense that she went to the library. Okay. We forgive her. And yeah. so, yeah. We, it's fine. You're, get that library card, girl. Um, and she goes and she does find the short story. And she almost immediately kind of understands what it means. It's not about his mom at yeah. all. It's about them and their relationship. And she kind of interprets it as, you know... Like, Simone is the one that raised him, but also they had this, like, romance and sexual relationship. Well, how does everyone 
feel about Cringy. this? Fishy, yeah. slimy, creepy, pedophilish, incestual, incestual, all the words. Well, Simone wanted Simone gave Tess the bait a couple episodes back by telling her about the book, which is a matter of time. Until Tess, you think found she did it, it on purpose? Oh, for sure. Good point. For yeah. sure. Like back off. Look, I have proven facts about our love or whatever. Yeah. Well, she gave she just gave her the bait a couple episodes back, and then when she talked to Jake with it, he just brushed it off, and that's when Tess is like, "Okay, red alert. I know Jake. When he doesn't talk about something, usually there's more to it. So that's why she went to the library and read it." But she needed to see it for herself. herself. That's why Tess is playing it smart. She knows how to get in there and then get out. But those people, like a situation like Jake and Simone, it's like the like the the owner and the worker. Kind of like they have a dependency on that boss. Kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. when people kidnap people Mm -hmm. and then the the relationship's weird because he the the little kid who's been kidnapped still has some weird love oh, Stockholm syndrome yeah. for yeah. the caretaker. Yeah. You know, so I feel like it's like this weird attachment that he has to Simone. Yeah. I mean, Mia and I had read the book and so we kind of because yeah. this is something that happened in the book and it's kind of why we're always like, oh, there's something real interesting going on with yeah. Simone that it's like really sketchy and it was interesting that they brought it in, I think, in these episodes. I'm interested, Louisa and Chelsea, were you guys surprised at this? Did you think they, like, were you not that surprised? Like, what was your guys' reactions in particular? Uh... Kind of yes, kind of no. I mean, between, like, Simone and Jake, we always kind of knew there was something going on. I think the part that's still cringeworthy is that I I always got the impression that Jake looked up to Simone as, like, a mom figure. Mm -hmm. And then now it turns out to be a mom-slash-lover figure, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is just still the part that just really confusing. It's gross. Same. Yeah. So it's a little different than how I thought it was going to play out between them two and how their story is going to unravel, which there is still a story there that we don't know about. I think they can definitely bring that into the next season, but we're getting a good chunk of it and it's playing out a little different in my mind. Yeah. Same because, you know, when Tess approaches Jake and says, you know, kind of says, I feel like you did have a sexual relationship with Simone. He said, don't go there. Just stay here. And he knows exactly what's up. He still wants to, I think, take advantage of her sexually, mm-hmm. hook up with her, because he likes her. But I am not surprised at all about Simone and Jake. For sure, there's some sexual attachment there. They hooked up a few times. Maybe he was... No. Yeah. She was his first, right? Because he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, it was... I mean, he was definitely underage, I think. Right. I don't know what that... I wish I knew the exact age gap between them. Oh, I think, me too. I mean, I don't, because I feel like that makes it even worse. <laughs> but, like, I, I think that'd be interesting yeah. to know, like, to kind of picture, like, yep. okay, when would all of this have started, like, to get a timeline of it, but... Lord have mercy. I also feel like I lost, like, and I don't want to say I lost respect, but I think it's interesting that after the whole blow-up in the basement with Simone and with Tess... Simone was like, how dare you? How effing dare you? I literally was like, ooh, the feist. But then she was like, how dare you like meddle in something you know nothing about? But then Tess was right. And she went straight to Jake and was like, you should you should get the restaurant, like in the bar, you should go. Yeah. But it's just like, Tess is always right. And Simone was wrong and she didn't apologize or acknowledge it. 
thought that was interesting. Yeah, Simone wants to be in control of every yes. single one of her relationships. So when uh. someone calls her out, and I loved that scene where they're both like looking in the mirror and like getting ready. Like I thought that was such a good scene to like they're almost getting ready for battle. I think yeah. like, battling yeah. over Jake, and he is getting torn, you know, because like he's obviously scared of abandoning Simone because there's just, he she has such a weird hold yeah. on him, and which yeah. makes sense, like you said, like this almost a Stockholm syndrome um, type thing, but. Um, I also really like that confrontation in the yeah. wine cellar. They like Tess is fearless now. Yeah. Yeah. I fearless. love how she took a deep breath. She almost walked out. She was like, "I gotta do it." Uh-huh. <laughs> like, so what's going on? <laughs> like, what do you want from him now? Like at this present moment. And she has a question. And she has balls to go over to Howard's house and say, "Fire Simone!" Like she yeah. has balls. Yeah. Well, I wanna I wanna dig into um, more of that in just a second. But I also did want to talk about. The conversation between Simone and Howard, because, you know, he walks her home, they both, you know, say they're feeling stuck. What, how did you guys read that? Because I, we were assuming that, like, there was going to be some epic showdown between them in this episode, just because that's what the season felt like it had been leading up to, but we didn't really get that. What, what did you guys think about that? Well, the way I got the whole ending when he walked her home... They mentioned how they're like the mom and pop of the restaurant and how, oh, what will the kids think if we leave? Or like, mm. they are so stuck in their roles. And she even said, we're so stuck. And I'm just so, I don't, I don't even want to give my energy away and think about something else. Like, this is my life right now. I can't think about it any other way. They can't leave. Something's holding them back. So they still know that they're still right here. And all those little people are their peasants. Like, it, it's Simone, Mama Hen, and Papa Hen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was just all I know is I was praying the entire time they didn't kiss on screen. I didn't want to see it. I, I didn't want it. What will I was the kids like, think? AKA us. I was like, I can't watch it. I will literally Lord. vomit. And I'm thank goodness they did not show us that. But I think they definitely yeah. Good. They've had some well, in the past. It you reminds know? me a few episodes back when they were confining each other and she was thinking, Well, I'm gonna leave. She's like, Well, where would you go without me? Where would either exactly. Of us go? Yeah. yeah. So they're still tied together. Which mm. I don't know why. Yeah, which Lord, she's tied mm. to a lot of people. She's she tied has. to Jake. She's tied to um, Howard. But that kind of leads us into the big scene we've been kind of teasing the whole episode, where Tess, you know, goes into Howard's house yep. and is like, "I do still want to be a server," and he's like, "Well, Heather hasn't even quit yet." She's like, "Well, I think you should fire Simone." Wow. Uh, <laughs> what were the feelings? What I mean, what do you guys th- like? What do Pussy you guys power. think? Okay. <laughs> All right, that's valid. It's valid. Uh, she, she realizes her power. <laughs> she was a little virgin, and now she's like 21. She's slept with a few men. She's like, you know what, Howard? Fire some up. <laughs> that moment was as unexpected as it just was with you just yeah. now. Like, what? Uh, when they kept saying big change, she was like, there's something going on. Change. Big change. I was like, where is she going with this? But maybe you're right about the metaphor. Maybe Confidence. Simone was the yeah, rat. Absolutely. And Tess is like, Got her. Let's get her out of here. And then there was literally a pussy in the office. A cat. (gasps) Ooh. Wow. We're tying so many things together. I'm on fire today, Brie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that wraps up this finale, but we will have some predictions if there's going to be a season three. But better better we'll say that in just a second. Before that, this wine has been sitting on this table all night. Yeah. It's time for Sweet or Bitter, you guys. Yes, you guys. So, okay, fun news. Every segment we talk about a wine. And I think I want to say that, you know, Simone's favorite has to be a Cabernet Sauvignon. 
I think I said it right. I love a cab. And uh, yeah, a cab is a bit more stronger than a Merlot. And I thought, you know what? Why not end the episode and this amazing panel with a glass mm, of wine? Yes. yes. And I got this. this is so embarrassing. It's oh, live. <laughs> Oh, wow. You know what? We're having some technical, <laughs> technical. difficulties. <laughs> you guys, pull it out. <laughs> it's so hard. I'm like scared. Too real. For, uh, for we know what we're doing Louise, here. Oh my god! Open the cork. <laughs> open the cork. Oh, Mia just got it. Beautiful. Oh. I'm so sorry. There is. Um, Teeth marks in that. That's great. <laughs> no worries. So this panel has been so much fun discovering yes. about food and restaurants and wine. It was so educational. I so agree. why yes. not wrap it up with a Cabernet Sauvignon? Absolutely. We're gonna do a little taste. We'll see what yes. uh, see what we're tasting. I'm not good at that, so I'll be, I'll be probably just be like grape. I'm just gonna do a Tasting little because I'm on Jenny Craig. I can't cheat. I've called Jenny. <laughs> All right, we just so, swirl it and you swirl, you swirl it. Right? Swirl. Uh, I do have Jenny the nose. like this. Yeah, do like. Top three favorite shows that take place in New York. No. Oh, yes! Oh, yes. Thank you for that music, Hubert. That was everything. Yes. Oh, that was awesome. Nobody oh, asked for a musical at the end of this episode, but we gave, but it, we to gave them. it to you. It's we, fine. We served with you guys. This <laughs> we know awesome. that you wanted. I'm going to start with our number three pick. Guys, this show is iconic. It has been on for a record-breaking. It's going into its 21st season. Law & Order SVU. Thank yes. you so much. We have our girl, Mariska Harvitay. Yep. We have just... It's, oh, it's such a great show, guys. And it's done actually so much to, you know, sort of empower women, you know, wow. victims of sexual assault. Like, it's such a great show. Watch it on NBC. I will be hosting the after show for that as well. Wow. Um, really, wow. really, really great show. And how long is it on air? Guys, 21 seasons. That's, that's, that's 21 years, right? Is that 21 years? Is it the longest running? Do you know? It is the know. longest running either procedural or like wow. live action. I know there's cartoons that have been longer, but it finally passed the um, regular Law & Order. Law & Order SVU, Man. guys. Yes. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Um, love Man. it. So that's our number three pick. Louisa, what is our number two pick? You guys. 
I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> Mad Men! Uh-huh. Yes. My yes. favorite show until I mean, till this day. It's funny, I was telling Taylor, I'm watching the series again for the third time. Oh. I love Mad Men. It's about New York in the 1960s when advertisement was like booming. And even the theme song is incredible. And it's, then, it was stuck in my head earlier. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, na 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 na. He just like falls na, off the roof. Na, oh, na, so good. Na, na, na. No, Thank no, you. No, okay. So, <laughs> you uh, John, <laughs> John Hamm, Christina Hendricks, all of that, written by Matthew Weiner. And a fun, fun fact: the first episode in the pilot um, has a five-year break. So oh, he, he wrote the pilot, and then he wrote the second <laughs> episode five years later. He was waiting to be picked up by AMC. Just incredible, the best writing ever. Um, John Hamm, so beautiful, amazing. Thank I you. just get very excited about Mad Men. It's so good. <laughs> and it's I'll, so good. I just have to throw this in there. I'm watching it again as a woman because yeah. I, I watched it a few years ago as such a kid mm-hmm. but when you watch it now you see how the world like life is so Peggy yeah. is such a Peggy great Peggy Elizabeth Moss has developed into this giant amazing actress so she's amazing Mad Men get on Thank top yeah. of that and, and Mia's got her number one choice I mean we I not do. say it and so we have speaking, one to celebrate we it. do speaking of watching it when you're a woman our number one pick is the iconic Sex and the City <laughs> Darren yes, Star! Cheers to Darren Star. Cheers. We love it. We love it. So, as we know, this iconic show <laughs> ran for six seasons. Man. Unbelievable. I mean, pop culture was changed because of this show. I mean, everybody, you Ooh. choose your Miranda, your Charlotte, your Carrie. Okay, but what are you guys? Uh, Charlotte mixed with Carrie. Absolutely. Charlotte. I'm a Carrie, Miranda guy. Carrie, Carrie, Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Charlotte. See, Charlotte. I mean, it's changing conversations. It's so much fun. I mean, it captures, you know, our top three is about capturing the essence of New York. The oh, my show. gosh. Ca- I mean, we see every part of it's New York. So we good. see the, the streets, the places, the restaurants. It's Beautiful. so fun. It's educational. Just, they're really outside. They're yes. in the city. I mean, clearly sex and the city. And the storytelling is just amazing. It's about these four women finding out what they want in their lives. They all want different things. It's about friendship. All the hardships you go through, how you can stick it out. You can be friends. I mean, Sex and City taught us so many lessons. Uh, about Not just life. sex, yep. about yes. life. Life, I mean, friendship. Great show. And highly movies. recommend. Yeah. Yep. And the movies were so good, too. That, <gasps> oh, yes. That was my first rated R movie I snuck into. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling someone that I feel like there should be no reboots. I mean, that's no, they can't do a reboot. The only thing that ever was good that I would ask for another reboot of is Sex and the City. Really? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. That could be interesting. They did the Carrie Diaries though. Yeah. A little Uh, bit. Was that good? (coughs) It's kind of good. That's our top three. (laughs) Yes. Thank you guys so much. That's so fun. I now I want to just go watch some New York shows. I do. Book a flight, guys. Um, we also have some news for you guys. Yes, our news and gossip for the week. So our girl, our gorgeous girl, Ella Purnell, was featured in Wonderland Magazine the she's summer great. issue oh, featuring wow. Chanel. I mean, look how fabulous she looks. She's gorgeous. You guys, I want that bag. That piece she looks like serving. Kylie Jenner though, right? She Love looks like bit. Kylie. Yeah. I mean, she's gorgeous. And that, yeah. I see it. Really? Yeah, I can't. No, I, I kind of see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no. She's, she's got a yeah. long, amazing career ahead of her. Oh, I'm my gosh. She's 21. She's 21. Oh, my gosh. 
That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She's so crushing. Go pick up the magazine. We will. Yeah. We'll support you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chelsea. Yeah. Guys, we, let's do some super quick predictions. <laughs> we haven't. We haven't been renewed yet for season three. I don't think. No. But I am crossing my fingers. We need more, especially after that cliffhanger. Chelsea, you want to start? All right. So I think Tess is going to take over Simone's position. Simone is going to get kicked out, Ooh. and it's going to depend on how the restaurant is going to. Is everyone going to be with Tess, or they're going to kind of be afraid of her now and not be able to trust her that much? Interesting. You tell it, girl. Ooh, I think the show is nothing without Simone. So I don't think she'll get fired, but I think it's going to get back to her because it's a restaurant. I think it's a Around. She's going to hear what Tess said. There's going to be beef between them, and now the big uh, power dynamic clash is not going to be Howard and Simone. It's going to be Simone and Tess, and they're both going to be trying to run things. So I'm <laughs> not excited to see two women fight, but in this case, it'll be interesting. <laughs> okay, uh, I think Simone's going nowhere. There's no way Howard's mm-hmm. going to ruin a 10-year relationship, friendship, whatever they have over Tess. Um, she's staying put, although I, I do think that Tess will get a promotion. Um, things are going to take place in a bit more heavier way with Jake and her. I really think it's going to spice up. They're going to be an item. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, gosh, so many stuff. I think Shasha might be sent back to Moscow. I feel like things might not work out for him. I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Ari might die from an overdose. Oh, oh my. Wow. Oh, she's just wow. all over the place. See, I hope that we see more of Ari's, like, I want to see her parents. I want to yeah. see her background. I would love to see more because we got a little bit of a taste in episode seven here. And so I'm really anxious to see more of her if we get a season three. Mm-hmm. I also agree. I don't think Simone's going anywhere, but I think that she and um, Tess might be at the same level. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, maybe, you know, lock those horns and, and you know, get in some arguments yep. because I do not think that Simone and is Tess happy. And Tess and Will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Guys, I'm so excited. Me too. I'm really hoping that there's more of this. The show is so much fun. It's so good. And we just want to thank you guys so much for watching us every single week. Um, We've loved hanging out with you, but we don't want to, you know, say goodbye until next season. You can follow us on our social media. Keep talking about it. Chelsea, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Instagram at Chelsea Overrocker and on Twitter at Chelsea Overrocker. You can find me on Instagram at your is truly Mia and on Twitter at Hot Mess Mia. You can find me on Instagram at Lou Charmatian and on Twitter at Lou Charmatian. Wait, no, it's the wine. No, sorry. <laughs> Instagram Louisa Charmatian, Twitter Lou Charmatian, and also on Facebook at Louisa Charmatian. Amazing. You guys can find me on Twitter at Alpha underscore and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. Crossing our fingers for season three, but thank you so much for joining Bye. us. Bye. Bye. Toast to you. Toast to you. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only, do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.